Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. So we've been talking about this incredible concept of being the light. Somebody say, you are the light. It seems like a bold, maybe even a self-absorbed statement, but actually that's what Jesus told us we are in Matthew 5. Jesus was doing his most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, and he spins around and he says, you are the light of the world. And so beginning to try to see ourselves through the lens of what Jesus was saying in that moment, you are the light. Say it one more time with me. You are the light. Put your hand on my ch- your chest and say, I am the light. So we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. And we've been talking about how that Jesus is always appropriate. Sometimes in our culture, sometimes people will say, well, religion isn't a- appropriate in this area or in this space. This is a safe space. We don't want to get religious here. But actually, Jesus belongs in every space because he is the hope. He is the light. Without Jesus, we are in darkness. We have no hope for redemption without Jesus. So Jesus is always appropriate. We've been talking about that. And then, funny enough, I get a call this week, and they say, will you do a prayer at the city? And uh, this function that we're having, I said, absolutely. They say, there's one requirement, though. You can't say Jesus in the prayer. So after I've been preaching this for two weeks, look at, how, look at how the enemy works, right? And so we want you to come. We want you. We just don't want you to say Jesus. And so I say, okay, let's, let's, let's see where this goes. Um, so, so we go, in, and I, I go, and they make it all dignified. I, I love it when they make it dignified. You want you to do the invocation. Like it sounds so spiritual. Do the invocation. Of course, don't use Jesus, but invocate us. And so I say, okay, well, I'll do the invocation. And, and uh, I show up, oh, we're so glad to have you, Pastor. We're glad that you're here. Just remember, when you pray, don't say Jesus, okay? You can say Lord, you can say God. Just I, We don't want to offend anybody. So please, don't say Jesus, okay? And so they kick the event off. They invite me up. Here's Pastor Joshua from Hope United. And uh, I run up there and... Um, I didn't say Jesus during the prayer. I said him before the prayer. Just so if they were, they didn't know who I was praying to when I say, Lord, I'm referring to the Jesus that I previously mentioned. So a little bit of creativity. All right. Just some creativity. And you know what? Nobody was mad. Nobody was upset at the end of the day. We said Jesus, and we prayed, and it was good. Because we have to recognize it's the Jesus in us that is the light of the world. You cannot shine. You may think you can shine, but you can't shine without the name of Jesus. Without the person of Jesus, without the story of Jesus, without the the good news that Jesus brings, and the saving power that only comes from Jesus... Let me tell you something. Jesus is important for every space. So today, I want to talk to you specifically about getting creative. All right? Look at somebody and say, get creative. creative. So you are the light, but you need to get creative. 
Sometimes you're in scenarios that it's not straightforward. Like this situation that I just mentioned. You can get in a situation as a Christian and they say, well, don't do this. But you know what? God is so creative. There's more than one way to shine and there's more than one way to bring Jesus into the environment. Jesus said, we're the light of the world. So it's Christ in us that's the hope of glory. Christ is the light. He's the hope of redemption for mankind. So if we don't shine, the world stays in what? Darkness. So what if you're in a difficult scenario, though? What if it's not straightforward? What if there's pushback? What if there's intimidation? What if there's something that makes it difficult to shine? Then what? Let me take you to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. Will you go there with me? Genesis, chapter 1. I love this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created The first thing that we see about God is He's creative. He is a creator. We refer to Him as the creator. Why? Because He is the author of creativity. So when I get into a difficult scenario where it is hard to mention the name of Jesus, what do I do? I get creative. Because if I was created in the likeness and the image of God, and He is a creative God, then I am a creative being. And so when I get into difficult situations, I don't have to just shut down. I can say, I'm going to get creative. How am I going to shine in a difficult situation? I'm going to shine creatively. Genesis 1.1 tells us in the beginning, God created He is creativity. The first thing we learn about God is He's creative. So, don't say I can't. Learn to say, how can I? When somebody says, I can't, it's because they're not being creative. They're not thinking outside of the box. We can see this in many areas of life. We can see this in business. When somebody says, I can't, It's because they're not an out-of-the-box thinker. They're not being creative in that moment. Because if you're creative, you don't say, I can't. You say, how can I? And so as believers, we have to be uh, the front runners for what creativity is. So when somebody says, oh, it's difficult, I can't shine in that environment. I can't talk about Jesus in that environment. I don't say, I can't. I say, how can I? What is the creative way? What is the creative space I need to enter to bring Jesus into the environment? Ask the question, how do I shine? Too many Christians just give up. When it gets a little tricky, they shut down. They say, okay, well, maybe it's not meant to be. No, get creative. Don't shut down. Don't say, well, no, maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe God doesn't want me to shine. Yes, God wants you to shine. Yes, God wants you to talk about His Son that He loved the whole world so much for that He gave that actually had to die on a cross to make salvation happen. Yeah, God wants you to talk about it. There's no situation that's too difficult, that's too intricate. Oh, we've gotten soft, right? In our faith, come on, just admit it. Sometimes we've gotten soft. People in the early church... People in other countries are dying for what they believed. But some Christians, we just shut down when it gets a little bit tricky to talk about Jesus. 
Don't shut down. Get creative. Look at somebody and say, get creative. Next time you get into a place where it's difficult to share faith, ask God not only to give you courage, ask Him to give you creativity. We are created in the image of God and He is the most creative being in the universe. He created the breath in your lungs. He created the stars in the universe. He created the the world that spins on its axis. He created science. He is the author of creativity. It's time to innovate. God is the author of innovation. So you want to be like God? Get creative. Get out of the box. It's not about if you should shine. It's how you should shine. Ask yourself, how can I shine? Tell your story about Jesus. Tell it fresh. Be fun. Be creative. People that are effective have learned how to be creative. Think about it. Anybody that you can really think that that has been a a, a real success in life have been creative. In the face of obstacles, get creative. In the face of pushback, get creative. Stand up for what you believe. You don't have to be religious about it. Be creative. Have fun with it. Jesus was so creative in his ministry. He healed a blind man using spit and dirt. When other teachers were training Bible students, he chose unschooled fishermen, outcasts. He was creative. He turned ceremonial jars into wine coolers. He was creative. Jesus had fun with this stuff. Be creative. Jesus was creative. When you're faced with wine, with your face of wine coolers, I'm still there. Lord, help me. When you're faced with obstacles, don't make excuses. Get creative. It's time to see how creatively you can shine. I think what people get really tired of and turned off with is people that just, they don't give much thought or creativity to their expression of faith. They just come with this bland, generic thing and try to hammer it down somebody's throat. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to hear the same song. Nobody wants to hear you, you know, jam religion down their throat. No, Jesus was a fresh expression. A side of God that that people had not seen before. He was creative. And the world was taken back by who the person of Jesus was. We need to get creative once again. It's time to see how creatively you can shine. Creativity brings Jesus into the conversation. In dark times, in chaotic moments, we must shine with creativity. You know what I noticed when I got up on the stage and they called me up there? As soon as I released the name Jesus, something shifted in the atmosphere. I want to tell you... The reason why you feel intimidated to say the name of Jesus because the devil's afraid of what happens when you say the name of Jesus. When you say the name of Jesus in any environment, it shifts the power structure in that space. So when I speak the name of Jesus, there's something that shifts in the atmosphere and now healing is possible. 
Now salvation is possible. Now breakthrough is possible. Now miracles are possible. Why? Because something shifted in the atmosphere. Now I just mentioned the true authority and now something happens in that space. And I got up on the stage and everybody's talking about business. Everybody's talking about regular stuff and not talking about bad stuff, but not talking about godly stuff. When I said the name of Jesus... Something shifted in the atmosphere. Now there's an awareness of God and the person of Jesus Christ. And things change. Things change. It's not just a cute thing that we say in church. There is power in the name of Jesus. The Word of God tells us that demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So you can't tell me when I just begin to just... In passing, mention the name of Jesus, things start to shift in what's going on in the room. When I just casually, even just casually mention the name of Jesus, now there's a whole world of creative opportunities that have opened up. And it's so funny. After I said the name of Jesus, then later on, people started saying, well, well, God, God, God bless you and uh, thank God. And even, even somebody in the audience, I don't know who it was, said amen. But it changed... It changed the environment. You'll be amazed if you, if you can find some way creatively to mention the name of Jesus in your next conversation that, that you wouldn't normally say it. Watch how things change. Because now when you put it out there on the table, they have to deal with it. They, they either have to let it be an elephant in the room or they have to say something about where they are religiously. They have to say something about where their journey was or where their journey is. It's amazing what happens. Speaking the name of Jesus, it's a call to action. Because now it's, okay, well, where do you stand with Jesus? Even if I don't say, where do you stand with Jesus? Man, I I just really sometimes when I get up in the morning, I say, thank you, Jesus. Even if I casually say the name of Jesus, there's power in his name. Romans 10.13 says, Everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. Philippians 2.9-10 says, Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. When I tell you there's power in the name of Jesus, listen, it is... It's only going to get more powerful, the name of Jesus. Because scripture tells us that at the end of days, every knee is going to bow. Every living knee, every dead knee, every atheist knee, every agnostic knee, every other religion knee is going to bow at the name of Jesus. So I'm just getting ahead of the curve mentioning the name of Jesus when I come into a different space, when I come into a business space, when I come into a medical space, when I come into an educational space, I'm going to find a way to plug the name of Jesus in there. There's power there. And that's, that's the reason why in the atmosphere, many times you feel like, don't say it, don't say it. That's not the Spirit of God saying, don't say it. For God so loved the world that He gave us Jesus. And for God so loved, He still loves the world so much, He wants you to give Jesus. He wants me to give Jesus. 
And, and, and right after you make a decision to have a stand, you're going to be tested. Right after I get up on the stage and I say, listen, Jesus is appropriate for every space. They say, Pastor, will you come and pray? But don't say Jesus. We're not sure if he belongs in this space. I'm not sure if he belongs in this space. We don't want to offend anybody. It's like, I can creatively show you how I can fit into that space. Just, in, just, just, just give me the microphone. I could show you a couple of ideas. The name of Jesus shifts the authority in the atmosphere. That's the reason the devil doesn't want you to say the name of Jesus. He's okay with you saying a lot of other stuff. Because if you say a lot of other stuff and you don't say the name of Jesus, it could be conceived that you're talking about something else. Right? Maybe some of the people in the room say, oh, he's talking about Jesus. And some people in the room say, well, maybe he's talking about something else. But if I specifically say the name of Jesus, there's not only power there, there's clarity. How can you give the good news? How can you share the testimony of Christ if there's not clarity? And that's the problem with all these people that get caught up in this concept. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be an incognito minister. Oh, man, come on. That's hogwash. There is clarity in the good news. Unless there's clarity. Where does the enemy love to work? He loves to work in ambiguity. He loves to work in spaces that are, it's murky. I don't know. It's a gray area here. Should we say it? Should we not say it? Is there one way to cry, one way to God, or is there multiple ways to God? There's clarity in the good news. Matthew 5.16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. When we creatively shine for Him, it always points back to God. If you're shining correctly, it always points back to God. Let your light so shine before others that when they see your good works, they do what? Glorify. Don't leave any space for confusion about this. Can I tell you this? Because we got a lot of good-hearted people in the room right now. Don't leave any space for misinterpretation for why you did the good deed in the first place. Don't leave any space for them to misinterpret the good deed. Look, let your light so shine before others that they will see your good deeds and they will glorify your Father. How can they glorify the Father if you haven't made it clear why you did the good deed in the first place? Far too many Christians out there doing good deeds and not pointing back to Christ. At least let them know where you stand. They could think that you're misled. They could think that you're misinformed, that the Bible is outdated. But at least they know where you stand. Listen, I'm here. I'm doing this good deed because Jesus saved me. He changed me. I wasn't like this before. I didn't want to do good deeds before. I didn't want to like you. I didn't want to go out of my way. But Jesus changed my heart. And now I'm here doing this good deed. If you're doing good deeds, but they don't point back to God and how he changed you. How, what, what good are those good deeds doing? To shine for Jesus, your good deed must point back to your heavenly father. How many have seen these YouTube reels or YouTube, uh, YouTube shorts where it's like somebody bust out of the car and they got some McDonald's and they're handing it out to some homeless people on the street. 
And you're like, it's a good deed, but you can't kind of shake that feeling that maybe it's self-promotion. It's like, would you really be doing that if the camera wasn't rolling? Is that just kind of a backwards way of patting yourself on the back and making yourself look good to your followers? When I do a good deed and I don't point back to God, who gets the credit? Me. I do. He's a good guy. Look at him. He's a a guy. I like him. He's a good guy. Jesus tells us in Matthew 16, shine your light like this. So when people see your good works, it points back to God. Not how good you are. Not how good I am. Not how good we are. It's how good God is. Listen, when, we, when Jesus found us, we were all a wreck. We were all a mess. We all had issues. We all had brokenness. We were all doing some wrong stuff. There were some skeletons in all of our closet. When Jesus found us. If we want to shine for Jesus, the good deeds we do must point back to God. So don't be unclear about your good deeds. Point back to God. Point back to Jesus specifically. Get creative. Do good deeds. Be a good Samaritan. Do the right thing. But make it clear why you did it in the first place. If you don't point back to Jesus with what you do, People will point to all kinds of different conclusions. So yes, let your light shine before all men. And let them see your good works. But do it in a way that it points back to your Heavenly Father. Will you bow your heads with me today? God, I thank you for this opportunity to be together today. We're celebrating you. Celebrating the things that you've done today. And God, we want to be the salt and light. We want to be the city on the hill. We want to be the light of the world. Like you have challenged us to be. Thank you for this opportunity to shine. God, let us be bold and courageous in our faith. And let us be creative. In our expression, let us not just be older generic or doing the same thing that's been done before God let us be creative God I thank you that you are a creative God Jesus was creative in his ministry when he walked upon the earth God stir up your creativity within us so that we can shine and be the light and be a blessing to all those that are around us maybe you say pastor I'm not where I need to be with Jesus today. I've kind of drifted in my relationship. I um, Maybe I never really had a relationship with Jesus. I've been around it. I've been near it. Been near religion. But I've never really committed to Jesus. If that's you, or if you feel like, man, I've drifted. I need to get back connected with Jesus. Just slip up your hand. I want to pray with you today. Amen. 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 If you slipped up your hand, I want you to say this prayer with me. And Everybody, you can just agree with us and say this prayer. Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for being there for me. Thank you for your light. Thank you for your hope. Thank you for your salvation. 
Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Jesus, I'm sorry for all my sins, all my shortcomings, all my failures, all my wrongs. Jesus, forgive me. Wipe away all my sin. And give me a fresh start today. Jesus, I need you in my life. Teach me how to live like you. How to follow you. And to shine for you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Come on, let's give God the praise today. I am excited. When we talk about things like this and shining for God and, and we have all these conversations with um, different leaders and different members in the church and hearing how creatively everybody is shining in their environments, um, it, it's so encouraging. You know, when we get on the men's line on Wednesday, we're talking about what Bill is doing in D.C. to shine and what uh, David's doing to shine at, at his workplace and there's all creative things that God wants to fill your heart with and fill your spirit with to be a blessing to, to everyone. And I said it before, but it stands to say again. And you are, Jesus not an inconvenience. He is the light of the world. He is the hope in very, very dark times that there is a bright future. There is salvation. There is power. And there is goodness still that comes from God. Amen? If Jesus is with you, I want to tell you, you will be undefeated. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.